0: Welcome back to Co-America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host here today. Who, buddy. It's a nice early Wednesday morning, about 11.45. And, uh, <laughs> Dart Prom was last night. We're going to start out with that. T-Town Dart League. Uh, the Dart Prom is the end of the year banquet that we do. Um, it ended up getting moved and being here at Unique. Uh, of course, all the games were played at Houndstooth, Hoppers, Redshed, and Unique. Um, it lasted longer than it normally does. It took a while. Uh, there were 34, 35 people that played in the tournament. Some of the games just took a while. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was kind of strange, but mm, still a good tournament. Drew Rhodes and uh, Tui. They pulled it out, they won. Um, they beat Brad and uh, Andrew Rutherford in the final. Tui and uh, Drew also had to hide out. Marvin and Keith came in third. So uh, that's, that's how that ended. That means uh, signups are done. We had 13 teams signed up this season. So, I will, uh, after I get off this podcast, start making the schedule for next season because it starts next Tuesday. Also, the Singles League, uh, I'm not sure how many signed up. Honestly, I'd have to book. But uh, we will start that next week as well. So, there you are. T-Town Dart League about to get back underway, get everything going here. Uh, What an idiot commissioner I am to... Put all this on myself on Ole Miss Home Week. So here we go. Uh let's jump into MLB. Take a look at it. Look, you've got Baltimore and Tampa battling it out in the AL uh in the AL East. Baltimore currently has a two and a half game lead on them. Both teams are clinched that they will be in the playoffs. Um But look out, cause some of them are uh some of them starting to make a little run there, you know, and, and we'll get into the wild card in a second. Uh, the Twins are still sitting on top of the AL Central. They're eight games up, looking good. Houston is a half game ahead of Seattle, a half game ahead of Texas. The Wild Wild West is going to be just that all the way down to the wire. Atlanta clinched their division title. We talked about that last time. Um, and so they're, they're, they're done. They're in. And they pretty much went on cruise control uh, after that. They won last night for the first time since they clinched the division. Um, Milwaukee it has a six-game lead now on the Cubs. The Cubs went to Colorado and Arizona and just Yeah, they Cubs did up. Mm. But it is what it is on that. I actually just paused the... Uh, doing this after the Cubs for a second because ABC was calling me to let me know my liquor order was ready. Yay! Yay. Let me tell you, I put the order in Sunday to be picked up on Monday. Now, this is how in they are down there. Uh, on Tuesday afternoon, I had not heard from them, so I called them. And they went, oh, we called you Monday to see if you were going to pick it up that day because we weren't going to pull it unless you... Uh, Unless you're calling. I was like, nobody called me. I do not have a missed call. I don't have a voicemail. I don't have anything from you. What are you talking about? And they were like, well, we called, and if you don't answer our call, we don't pull it. I was like, when did that start? The way it's been since we've been here is uh, you put in the order. You put down the day you want to get it. and Normally, you hope to get it the next day. Mm. But... It's a state-run liquor organization that we are required to to buy from them. I'll tell you what I hate the most. When you put your order in, you do it online, you get a confirmation email. It says, thank you for shopping with ABC. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. You know why? Because I have no other option. It is illegal for me to buy liquor from anywhere else. Don't thank me for shopping with you, government, when you make me do it. I hate you. Um, the people that work there, uh, they're in Ept. Now, like, the, the ones in the back, Miss LaCrissa and Marquetta, no, they, they're great. I have no problems with them whatsoever. The people in the front, oh, my goodness. They're, oh, it's terrible. They miss Tommy Cannon. Tommy Cannon used to run it whenever they were over on McFarland. Tommy Cannon, you called in your order. Two and a half hours later, I could show up. The whole thing's there. It's ready to go. Now, I put it in online where it's printed out for them. And you know what? Two days later, now it's still not ready. Yeah. Makes no sense. Going over to the NL West. Ugh. Government run. Ugh. Over to the NL West. The Dodgers, they clinched the division. Um, They got a mere 14-game lead there. So... Uh, they, they've won the West. So that's where we are on all of that. Now, let's click some buttons and see what we can get over here. Um, with the, looking for the wild card standings. I'm sorry, I just, uh, it's it's early morning. I told you dark problems last night. So the AL wild card, taking a look at it. Obviously, uh Tampa has clinched the spot being in. Um and then you've got Toronto sitting there with that second wild card spot. Then Seattle and Texas, both tied right now. The Yankees, seven games back, making a little push. They're 76 and and seventy-five. They're you no know, Texas and, and Seattle, they're 83 and 68. They're seven games back. Um mm. Scary, scary version if you let the Yankees get in because you can never count them out Not a lot of games left. It's a little late in the day, but they're trying to make their push Over to the National League Obviously Atlanta and the Dodgers have clinched their divisions Milwaukee leading theirs So to the NL wild card you got the Phillies sitting on top uh, Arizona has a half-game lead over the Cubs after they swept them over the weekend. And then the Cubs are holding on to the final spot by a half-game over Miami. One game over Cincinnati. Three games over San Fran. Five and a half over the uh, San Diego Padres. Yeah, nine over the Mets, but the Mets are done. So we'll, we'll stop with the Padres. Um, this, is a, this is a race that's going to come down to it. I mean, you're sitting there, we're, we're 151, 152 games into the season now, depending on which team. And uh, it's, it's, it's here. You know, It's playoff time, it's playoff push. Cubs had a nice big win yesterday, needed it. Let's hope they can uh, keep it rolling and, and find their way into the postseason. Baseball's more fun when the Cubs are good. Yeah, I, I kind of miss the 80s, you know, baseball. I I like the small ball, I like the, that, uh, I had, I didn't necessarily like St. Louis being good and then some of the champions that you had, but I did like Atlanta being really bad. That was awesome. Um, We need to go back to that. Mm. But that's not why y'all tuned in today. Y'all tuned in today to get the college football picks, because college football has been on fire, and this weekend... Oh, my goodness. There's so many big games. There's so many big ones. So let's start out where we always start out, with the University of Alabama. Alabama's playing a little Miss. Alabama is a seven-point favorite in this game. All right. Uh, yeah, this this line's crazy because most people are like, what? How's Alabama favored? Jalen Milroe has been announced he will be the starting quarterback. Now, this is confusing to me. Why announce it? Even if you know, oh, Elaine Kemp a smart guy. He figured it out. He saw it. You know, he's not stupid. Okay. But why announce it? This is the same Nick Saban that would not announce whether it was Tua or Jalen Hurts when we were playing Louisville. Right before the game, they asked. He said, well, we'll see you after kickoff. You know, he wouldn't tell right then. Why say it on Monday? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what mind games he's playing. I will tell you in the rumor mill, my sources have told me Miller was suspended last game. Okay. He had gotten in trouble at practice with some things he said and uh, they kind of got into it, whatever. And he was, he was there as an emergency and dressed out and we got pretty close to needing it, (laughs) you know. But uh, go back and look at the Alabama football pages, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any of those, and you will see them pointing out, the official pages, they're pointing out Milo out on the field, celebrating with the team when they scored the touchdowns and everything, and being the leader that they would look for. When Nick Saban announced he was a starter, he specifically pointed out that he saw the leadership he was looking for. That was what he wasn't doing. That was his wake-up call. Jalen Milner is your quarterback. It's not a controversy. He's your quarterback. Now, the O-line, come on, guys. If anybody can make Alabama's offense look good, it's Pete Golding, the defensive coordinator now of Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, the, these two coaches, staffs, they know each other, obviously, very well. Um, they going to know what to expect. Look, Jackson Dark, Mo Ole Miss, he's been slinging it. This guy's throwing the ball. <laughs> they're doing well, but Ole Miss can't stop the run. And even though Alabama's own line hasn't been up to it, I expect us to be up to it. Mm. I think we're going to we're gonna get behind those big guys, and we are going to run the ball a lot. They're, they're going to limit their possessions. Notice what I thought we'd do more against Texas. Didn't really see it. Alabama's also 54-10-2 all-time against Ole Miss, all right? I don't think we're losing back-to-back games in Bryant-Denny Stadium, which would be the first time since 2007 if we did. Uh, I don't see it happening. Uh, I think that uh, – I think Bama wins this game. The seven-point line, I think we cover. I think we win this game by two touchdowns. Roll Tide. Um Tennessee and UTSA is an interesting matchup. Tennessee coming off their loss down in Florida. Uh, UTSA's quarterback, <coughs> Frank Harris, had a toe injury and was out last week. This line is at 20 and a half. If Frank Harris plays, I'm taking UTSA. If Frank Harris does not play, I'm taking Tennessee. That's where we're at on that game, okay? So it's all down to Frank Harris. you have to check that on your own. See if the quarterback for UTSA, Frank Harris, is playing, and that will determine what we pick. LSU and Arkansas. LSU is a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. LSU looked good last week against Mississippi State in Starkville. They're back at home. Uh, Arkansas going down. This is for the boot. Um, All three overs have hit in LSU games this year. So give me the over again. Give me LSU to cover the 17 and a half. I think LSU's got something brewing down there. And yeah, after that first game, that loss, they their offense is good. And give me LSU. Uh Charlotte against Florida. Charlotte's a team that jumped out 14-0 against Maryland uh, first game of the season. Uh, you know, Florida had not looked good. They pulled out the win against Tennessee last week, like I told you they would. Um, and and everything, I'm going to take Charlotte to cover the 28 because 28 points is just a lot for this Florida team to cover. Uh, I think that Charlotte will score, and so I think I think uh, Florida wins the game. Charlotte covers the spread. Georgia and UAB. Georgia has some ridiculously high lines that they're trying to cover this year. Um, you've seen them start slow in every game. Including South Carolina last week, and what a great game that was for me. Uh, I had South Carolina first half, I had South Carolina game, at halftime it was drop the hammer on Georgia. Uh, (laughs) You know, and uh, so bam, 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 bam. All good things. Georgia's 0 3 against the spread. I think it goes to 0 4. That's a 41 and a half point line. Um, That's a lot of points. (laughs) <laughs> Give me Georgia to win. UAB to cover. If UAB gets 10 points, I think they cover this game. Because I think this game could be, you know, 49 to, to 10. And uh, I think that UAB would cover. I do think Georgia will finally start a little faster. Um, A&M and Auburn. This is the d of the week. You cannot trust either one of these teams, ever. Don't trust their head coaches, their slime balls. Don't trust their, anybody that goes to these schools. Don't trust anybody that's fans of these schools. This is Auburn and AM. No. No, 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 no. And yes, I have friends that go to Auburn and went to Auburn and all that. I don't trust them. <laughs> um, this, don't trust this game. All, A&M's a seven and a half point favorite. If it was at Auburn, yeah, I would take Auburn at home in that voodoo trap they have down there. But on the road, I don't, trust, and I don't trust A&M at all. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving that game alone. Kentucky and Vanderbilt, I'll take Kentucky minus the 14. Vandy did not look good last week. They're giving up way too many yards, and they can't seem to get off the field on third down. Give me, a, give me Kentucky to cover. Memphis and Missouri. Missouri come off the huge win against K-State. Yeah, the thicker kicker, the big guy putting it through. Longest field goal in SEC history. Topic: Kevin Butler, the great Georgia Bulldog, the former Chicago Bear Super Bowl champion. Um, He hit a a 61. This Butler hit a 60 while I'm at Georgia. But uh, Missouri's a seven-point favorite here. I don't know how much they celebrated this. I'm going to go two stars on Memphis. I'm going to go two stars on Memphis. I think Missouri... uh, I think they might have a bit of a letdown coming off that big K-State win, and it was K-State. Calm down. South Carolina and Miss State. Well, South Carolina, you know, lost the game to Georgia. They were in that game, gave them all they wanted. Mississippi State got drugged by LSU. The second half was hard to watch. Um, I like State's offense. Their defense is trash. I think South Carolina's better. They're at home. Give me South Carolina to cover the six. So moving on to the top 25 games. Michigan and Rutgers. Michigan, very similar to Georgia. Uh, they've had big lines to cover every week. They're 0-3 against the spread. Uh, make it 0-4. Rutgers, the past three years against Rutgers and Michigan, it's been a one-score game. And I don't think it's a one-score game, but I don't think they cover the 24. Give me Rutgers. Uh, Florida State and Clemson. Now, Clemson's won seven straight versus the Knowles. And last year, they had to pull it out. This year, Florida State at Clemson gets over the hump. Florida State covers. It was two and a half. I think it's one and a half now. This is called two. Florida State wins and covers. Oklahoma has looked like a machine. They're 15-point favorite over Cincinnati. Give me, Give me Oklahoma. Give me the over. That's what we do, Oklahoma and over, every week, until you know, it bites us. And we're going to go with it. Colorado. Colorado pulled it out. What a great drive against Colorado State. They get the ball and uh, 95 yards or whatever in, in 30, 40 seconds. And then get the two-point conversion force overtime, win it in double overtime. Great game, fun game to watch. Make no mistake, Oregon is not Colorado State. This game's at Oregon. Oregon's at 20. Travis Hunter's out for Colorado also. 21-point favorite. Give me Oregon. Quack, quack, quack. The bandwagon, Dion is going to jump all quick. I love what you're doing. I think you're doing a good job. I think you're doing a great job. You've already turned this program around. That's a one-win team last year. You're sitting at 3-0. You got national media coming in. You're covering your games. You're in prime time. You are prime time. But this week, quack, 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 Oregon. Um, UCLA and Utah. Utah is a four-and-a-half point favorite. UCLA beat them last year 42-32. to 32. That was at UCLA. Big difference being on the road and being at home. Uh, give me Utah to cover the four-and-a-half. Utah, baby. Utes. I want Utah in the playoffs. I want Utah and Alabama to play in the playoffs. I think that will be a lot of fun because we owe you. Um Duke and Yukon. Duke is a 21 and a half point favorite. Um UConn's had a hard time scoring. Duke has not. And I'm gonna buy this down to 20 and a half and take Duke. Alright? At twenty because I think 21 is about right. I'm gonna say twenty and a half, I'll take Duke. Uh Miami is playing Temple. Miami's a 20, 24 four twenty-four-point favorite. This is another DT. I'm not touching this game. Miami should cover this, but Tath Temple. I don't know Miami. Just something about them I can't trust. You know, like everything um, about them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna D that game with Oregon State and Washington State. Here's another big time game. You got DJ Ungulai over there, Oregon State, the Clemson transfer Cam Ward, Washington State. They're both throwing the ball everywhere, scoring a lot of points. Oregon State's a three-point favorite? Nah. You got this one wrong, Vegas. Washington State on the road. Upset win. Cougars. <coughs> Give me Washington State. Um, upset special. <coughs> Texas is going to Baylor. Alright, Texas is a 14 and a half point favorite. The home team has won each of the last five meetings in this matchup. Now, I don't think Baylor's going to win this game, but I think that's enough to give me a cover of 14-and-a-half. Give me Baylor to cover. Last week, Wyoming gave them all they wanted. They didn't beat a really good Alabama team. Texas hasn't shown me a whole, whole lot. All right? Hey, give me Baylor. Baylor to cover. Oh, we got a couple of big games here. Ohio State, Notre Dame, both undefeated. This is just made for TV football right here. This is the hype machine will be in full go. It has been in full go. Ohio State, Notre Dame. Ohio State's a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And Vegas, once again, got this one wrong. Notre Dame, that offense, way they're moving. Give me the Irish. Give me the Irish. I think they not only cover the spread, I think they win the game outright. Give me the Irish all day. Um, Iowa against Penn State. Um, Penn State's lost the last two times they played Iowa, but this Penn State team's a little different. This is a 14 and a half point spread, and you know what? I like Penn State. I like Penn State to run away with this one. I'm thinking they win by somewhere between 20 and 25 points. Um, North Carolina and Pitt. North Carolina is a 7.5-point favorite. I like it. Give me Carolina. Let's roll. USC, Arizona State. USC is a 34-point favorite. That's a lot of points. Normally, I don't like to lay that many points. But USC coming off the bye week. I think they're going to be hot. They're going to be ready to go. Give me USC to cover the 34. Mm. Cal against Washington. Um... You know, Cal hung around they, they played with Auburn They lost the Pac-12 streak uh, They were the first Pac-12 team to lose this year Washington's a 21 point favorite Give me Washington Cal's not that good uh, I'm going to go Washington to cover the 21 You do have some uh, Thursday night you got Georgia State and Coastal Carolina This is at 6.5 I'm not big on this game I go one star Coastal um, But I'm not big on that game at all On Friday, you got Wisconsin against Purdue. Look, I believed in Purdue. I thought they would show up last week at home against Syracuse, and they let me down. So you know what? I don't believe you anymore. Give me Wisconsin minus the six. Um, NC State against Virginia. This is automatic. We bet against Virginia every week until they prove us otherwise. NC State minus nine and a half. That's fine. We'll take it. Uh, I'll take NC State. Boise State, San Diego State. This is a tricky game here. Boise is a seven-point favorite. I'm going to take San Diego State and the under. The under is the key. Um, Air Force and San Jose State. Air Force did work last week on uh, Friday night. I think they do it again. Give me Air Force covering the three and a half. So, there's your games. There's your picks for this week. The hay is in the barn. Look, it's Wednesday morning. A lot can change, okay? So if you see, you know, quarterback get injured or something, you know, whatever, then uh, any big breaking news that comes out that is what likes to happen when I record early, then uh, obviously we would change the pick. But that's where we're at for today. If you want to discuss any of this, I'm at Unique every day. Not always, not busy. Uh, I, I, if you show up at 11 o'clock at night, I probably don't time to talk to you. You know, you show up doing happy hour, yeah, I got some time, you know. Uh, usually some good guys around in here at happy hour, but also know sports and know what they're talking about. And so it's, a, it's some good conversations that we have going. Anyway, that is my time. Uh, I've kept it under 30 today, kept it under 30, so I'm feeling good about it. Um, thank you all for listening You do have Champs League soccer going on uh, Manchester United plays today Let's hope they're a lot better than they have been Because they have not been playing well um, I didn't do any of the picks for Champions League last week uh, For this week's games uh, I, As we get later into that Then I'll start looking at it more And, and start giving you more picks on those as well But uh, that is going on So be aware of it Anyway, thank you all for listening. I I appreciate it. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. And when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coyne.